I'm Leanne Spencer, expert in corporate well-being, author, and your host. Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show's brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. I hope this finds you well. You're staying healthy. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to talk to you a bit about our new Wellbeing at Work scorecard. So if you're an HR manager, director, head of people, any kind of role like that where you're interested in the well-being and the health of your people, then you'll want to check this out. It is a personalized report. So we ask you a handful of questions in four different areas of well-being at work. And then we give you a highly personalized report with some tips and recommendations and stuff that you can really run with straight away. And you can find this at wellbeing-at-work.scoreapp, which I'll spell in a minute, .com. So scoreapp is S-C-O-R-E-A-P-P. And that again is wellbeing-at-work scoreapp.com. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. To this week's episode then, I have for the last five weeks been trialing a five-day, sorry, four-day working week. So I've worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, compressing everything I need to do in those four days, and then have Friday and Saturday and Sunday, the usual weekend off. And I'll admit, to start with, it did seem a bit weird. For 24 years, I've been working a five-day week. So it did seem a bit strange not to be working on a Friday. And I made some rookie errors, particularly around out of office. So I didn't put my out of office on. So I was getting emails, people were asking, demanding a response or an immediate response. But I felt that if I had an out of office, they would know that I wasn't working Friday and I wouldn't have to consider getting back to them until Monday. So real rookie error, which I put right pretty quickly. Other than that, the first first couple, of, it just felt a little bit strange to be just working four days. But as you might imagine, I soon got over myself on that one and I really started to, to enjoy and heavily protect that time to the point that three weeks in, if somebody wants to do something on a Friday, it's just a no. I, it's the same as saying yes to something on a Saturday or Sunday. I just wouldn't do it. So I've really started to ring fence and protect that time. And, and that's what I'll continue to do. And of course, that Friday is always there. If ever I need to do something because, you know, we need to, to do something for part of a big sales opportunity or it's strategic or prudent that I do so, I always have that option to use that time in that way. And indeed, sometimes at the weekend, I might try and get ahead on the week by doing something on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, that's my prerogative. My North Star, my guide, if you like, is this notion of extreme autonomy. I want to have as much autonomy in my day as I possibly can. And, and this is just another way of, of doing that. And I, it came about because, and he might even be listening, a client of mine, Mark, I was doing some work with him around what life would look like in a few years time. And we went through this exercise, he went through the exercise and I went through it as well. And I realized when I looked at this sketch of me, this avatar of me in about eight years time, so it was when I was 55, uh, which sounds terrifying, but anyway, moving on from that. I realized that actually quite a lot in that avatar could happen right now. You know, I can start work whatever time I like. I can only work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Some of the stuff's going to have to wait. Some of my aspirations for um, 
mentoring work and having more animals in the place, uh, having my own chickens, stuff like that. That's going to have to wait. But actually, if I want to work a four-day week, go work a four-day week. So I don't want to bang on about that too much because a lot of you won't have that degree of autonomy or be able to flip straight to a four-day week yet. So the bulk of what I wanted to talk about today is in fact about how you can create a bit more time in your day. I think that you you could take a look at your work-life blend and see where you can create some of that space and regain some of that autonomy over your calendar, even if it's minutes, not days. And here's a few tips on how. So take one minute of every hour to do a movement snack or a minute of breath work. Now, if you wear an Apple Watch, there's an app on there that when you click it will take you through a minute of breath work. And as I've said many, many times before, it profoundly changes your physiology, conscious, deliberate breath work. It can reduce blood pressure, it reduces your resting heart rate. It can even take cortisol out of the blood. So that's an incredibly good way, even though it's just a minute of creating more space in an esoteric sense of creating more headspace and allowing you to be a bit calmer and a bit less reactive about the day ahead. And a movement snack provides you with just that little minute of movement to get the blood flowing around the brain and the body to innovate you and energize you. So that's another good way of just creating a bit more space. Reconnecting with an old hobby or passion and creating a few minutes a day for it is another one. This is what we call heartfulness, as many of you who listen to the show will know. And it may be just finding a few minutes every week to get out on your bike or do some exercise or get back into a book or start painting again, start drawing again, consider writing, creating, whatever it is, just create a few minutes a week and just aim for that because that massively opens up your mind and it it brings into balance a little bit more what you do for fun, what you do for play, what you do for leisure versus the demands on your time where you may feel a little bit more resistance. Assign a day over the weekend when nothing's in the diary is my third tip. I'm amazed, and I say this entirely without judgment, but I'm amazed how much scheduling people do in their lives, their kids' lives, their lives, their social calendars over the weekend. And I'm hoping that one of the things that will come out of the pandemic and lockdown is that people will have enjoyed having more of that free time and will be less disposed towards booking things up back to back both days in the weekend. So take one of those days as a day where you don't do anything. And just create a bit more space that way. It's not a day to spend working. It's a day to spend playing, being, recovering, doing pretty much, you know, being spontaneous, doing whatever you want to do. Number four is to review how you spend your personal and professional time and then ruthlessly cull anything that you don't enjoy. Anything that lacks meaning or could be reasonably given to someone else. And this is a great exercise to go through. I mean, you you look at where you spend your time and what you're doing. It's so easy now to outsource a lot of household stuff, for example, to someone else or use an app. You know, you can even have duvets and pillowcases and laundry picked up now by a service that will do that. And then bring it back to you a bit later, washed, pressed and whatever it is. Not everyone's got the budget for that. But I always think about the cost of my time, not just in a professional sense, you know, what would it cost you to have an hour of me? But what, what, what is the price of that? What else could I be doing? What's the opportunity cost of me doing, I don't know, mowing the lawn, for example, versus me reading a book or doing an exercise session? And I've been pretty ruthless, actually, about culling anything that I feel strong resistance to that doesn't need to be done or holding on to tasks because I think 
I'm best at them or it just seems too arduous to give it over to someone else. And I've got a lot better at just handing those things over, both personally and professionally. So there's four tips for you to think about creating a bit more space in your day, a bit more, a bit more time as well. And ultimately, you know, maybe we'll see some forward thinking, game changing companies will start to promote the four day working week. I know a few firms are thinking about it. Some have actually gone ahead with it. Maybe there'll be more of a flexible working pattern as well. Another thing to come out of the pandemic. And there may well be more flexible geographical location options as well, where people can work. And I'm pretty sure this will happen. People can work in part from home and in part from the office in that sort of hybrid. But we really need to see how that's going to pan out because the reality of having a company of, let's say, 250 employees of hybrid working, great. You can reduce your real estate requirements. But in reality, what happens when more people want to come in than can be accommodated? Or do you have enough people coming in to create the buzz and the excitement and the connectivity that having people in an office provides? All of this remains to be seen and is, of course, a subject for another podcast. So that's it from me. I hope that's helpful. Sit and think about some of those tips and just see what you can do. You'll feel a little more autonomous and have a bit more agency over your life. And it can be these small shifts can make a really big impact. Stay healthy. All the very best. Share this with anyone who needs to hear it. And I'll talk to you next week. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. If you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.